This is the Wildernet Podcast for Monday, February 16th, 2015, episode 21. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wildernet Podcast, where we rediscover nature in a digital age. I think I just about messed up on the uh, on the date there a little bit, but uh, thankfully pulled it off. Uh, I'm Shane, and uh, I am with teamed, him is Eric. I'm Me. teamed up with <laughs> Mr. Eric. How you doing there, Mr. Eric? I'm, I'm good. I'm, apparently, I'm clumsy. I just did something. I don't know what happened. What did you do? Oh. I elbowed something. You <laughs> That's all right. Well, hopefully, it wasn't your cat. Elbows fly sometimes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. nah. That's, so that's cats. It couldn't be further <laughs> from the well, truth. Fly, cats fly. Yeah. Eric is uh, the last person that would get in a fight. I think also. So, elbowing people is not really something he does <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah. I have no people's elbow skills. Hmm. So uh what's what's new with you, sir? I mean uh, I know what's new well, with you. Well I'm new I'm newly engaged. Yes, uh, I, that right? is congratulations. That is fantastic. Yeah, she said yes. She did. I didn't so go great. to Jared. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was I think I was right right there beforehand and I was probably uh I don't know if this was planned or not, but I <laughs> if it was just spur of the moment, but probably wanted me to get the heck out of there. <laughs> No, no, it, that was not planned. Actually, up to oh. that point on this past Saturday, Valentine's Day, in fact, which had no impact on my choice to have done it, but uh, it wasn't until she gave me a damn good gift that I felt I had a trumpet, <laughs> a trumpet instrument, but I had a you know trump card. That and that and what had had happened is <laughs> not the trumpet. <laughs> when I had the ring in my hand, when I was thinking about maybe I should give it to her, uh, the ring, <laughs> and. Uh, I was like, there's, there, I got real nervous. There's like, I was like, there's no, there's no possible way I'm going to make it through a whole night like I had planned um, the following weekend with this thing in my hand without being weird. So it was kind of twofold. And mm. uh, yeah, I just spit it out all nervously. And that was that. And you got her done. Super excited. Pretty sweet, man. So that's really new. Yes. Couldn't be happier for you, man. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. Well, so uh, it's still winter time. Weather is, uh, Still wintry outside. Uh, what can we say? I mean, I guess well, this, I, this past Saturday was like frigidly cold. I've spent yeah. some good time outside, and that was one of the coldest days I, I can recall this winter so far. It was nasty. Yeah, and then it snowed a little bit yesterday. Uh, I don't. Did you notice any of the snow? Because I was driving out to Milwaukee, and uh, which is, uh, you know, I guess that's in Wisconsin. If you if you're not familiar, <laughs> but. Uh, it was weird because it was snowing just on the way and then got there and I had to brush off my vehicle. And when I came back, there was no snow where I live. So, which is only like a half hour from there. So I was kind yeah, of, I saw some there. news reports about the, the difference or the impact that lake effect snow has because oh. um, it was basically saying like, if you're in Milwaukee, it's snowing like crazy. If you're not, it's not. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that explains it, I guess. Sorry. Um, Yes. <laughs> got the science and everything there behind it um yeah but i was gonna say at least 
knock on wood, I feel like we haven't had uh, a lot of huge uh, snowfalls in the last couple weeks, it seems like, right? Yeah, actually yeah. knock, yeah. <laughs> but at least we've had snow on the ground for people who do like to do, uh, you know, snow-based activities outside. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I, I'm, I'm okay with not having uh, a lot of snowfall personally. Yeah, we don't need gratuitous amounts of snow, but right. you know what? Well, you know, I'm not going to say anything yet because I know there's a topic of uh, the week or an activity. Yes. So we'll just hold off. Yes, indeed. Let's go ahead and do that. The activity of the week. All right. Today we are talking about snowshoeing, which I'm going to I'm going to be perfectly honest right out right off the bat here. Um, I have never been snowshoeing. Eric thankfully has. Uh and uh, I, I felt obligated, more or less, today to, to do a little research on this beforehand, having zero knowledge of it. Um, so now I'm, I'm a little bit, a little bit more knowledgeable. And uh, if I go out yeah, there, with your I, knowledge and my experience, we should have a good show here. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can do here. So uh, I'm, I this wasn't a, an article per se. It's a, it's a guide from Snowshoe Magazine that I. It's really it's the first thing. Again, to be perfectly honest. If you type in snowshoeing into Google, this is the first thing that pops up. <laughs> so we did a lot of uh, work there, but uh, it's called the First Timer's Guide to Snowshoeing. And this is at, uh, again, snow, uh, well, snowshoemag.com slash first dash timers. That's a quick enough URL. I can read that off. Uh, so at any rate, it is the apparently the fastest growing winter sport in the world and that's uh, with uh, snowboarding is, is I don't know if it's right behind it exactly, but it's, uh, it is gaining, um, it is gaining fast as well, but just not, not as fast as uh, snowshoeing. Plus, I think probably doesn't take as much skill. I'm going to throw that out there. I'm just throwing that. Maybe that's, uh, I don't want to yeah, offend anyone here. The word sport's a little strong. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> that's like calling hiking a sport. Yeah. All you well. do is go walk in so um it's interesting that it says snowshoeing is yeah. a sport i would consider it more of an activity so if you're looking for reasons to do it though it is easy to learn fairly inexpensive and it has little risk of energy uh, little risk of injury yeah a little <laughs> risk of energy you know, there's probably a lot of energy, energy yes and uh, it's great exercise sure. so yes great energy <laughs> and it's a great way to stay in shape yeah, and it's a great way to stay in shape that's a good point there are uh, apparently three types of snowshoes out there. One one is for recreational hiking for uh, first-timers. Uh, another is for aerobic slash fitness for uh, runners and cross-trainers. And then another is hiking and backpacking for more experienced snowshoers out there. So when you've gone, Eric, what uh, which type, do you know which type you've used? Um, I, I'd have to imagine. I guess I didn't honestly realize there are different types. I know that it can be a rigorous workout, so um, maybe that's where those aerobic ones come in. But I'm certain I've used only the recreational ones. When I first started going, I rented snowshoes from REI um, on mm-hmm. several different occasions. Uh, I borrowed some from friends before, and now I finally own my own. But they were a Christmas gift, so I have no clue where they came from, though they do work rather well. Oh. so Cool. Cool. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll mention REI uh, a little bit here also. Uh, but, uh, so 
price range on these things apparently is a hundred to three hundred plus dollars. You can they might even go above. I mean, they sounded like they were few and far between that that do exceed that price, but uh, they are out there. Um, used ones are not advised unless you do um, somewhat of a thorough inspection on them. Um, this was just uh, their their opinion in the, on this particular uh, website. Uh, so, uh, the best thing, best thing with, as with a lot of, uh, activities out there is, is to try before you buy and, and just rent some snowshoes initially. And I guess you can do that for as little as $10. Um, and as, again, as, uh, Eric. You found some other sites though, too, that you can do this from, correct? For renting? Uh, what's that? Oh. Where, where else can you rent from? Other yeah, than yeah. <laughs> so I, as Eric previously mentioned, REI is one of those places uh, that you can rent those from. Uh, backcountry.com or Cabela's are, you know, just a couple of other examples. And, uh, you know, or your uh, local outfitter would be able, uh, would likely uh, rent those to you. So, you know, if there's snow out, you just go for it. However, uh, you know, you just want to be careful and not take uh, a lot of big risks, Um if you've never done it before, uh, and and one example that they mentioned uh, in there was, you know, if you're going out, specifically what they what they mentioned is some people wouldn't take into consideration if their destination is an hour away, you know, that's an hour there and an hour back, and you're not uh, you want to be careful of that, and just not, there's really nothing wrong with uh, doing just a simple 15 minute uh, walk on these things. Uh, they mentioned yeah, the, last, the last time I went, I actually went with Holly, my my fiance. I can say that now. <laughs> First time. Cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so so we went to a a state park, and uh, they had different loops, you know. So it, and I think we did like a two mile loop or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was pretty. It was very nice. So that said, it wasn't. I think we we're out for like maybe forty five minutes total. Oh, there you go. A, yeah, it was a fair weather conditioned, you know, day. It wasn't. Um, you know, blizzard or freezing cold or anything. It was just a pleasant little uh, little trip, little day trip, little forty five minute hike. Cool, yeah. I and you know, I uh, let me know next time you go and you you don't want it to be just a you know romantic uh, snowshoeing <laughs> event or something because I would yeah. certainly uh, assuming I can wake up in time, <laughs> depending on when you go, uh, I would be more than willing to uh, take along. But uh, so they. They mentioned another website on here called iNeverSolo.com, which is, I guess it's a web-based, I assume it's web-based, but it's a a tool that lets you, that will email out people should something go wrong when you're out there. That's Um, smart. That's like something we should have done when we went to the Boundary Waters, though we did a good job just telling people in general. That's actually a good point. Yeah, that would have been pretty decent for that. Um, And again, Eric, (laughs) Eric got his GPS working out there, thankfully. Seemed to... I think it seemed to help us quite a bit. Um, you want to make sure to bring water. It's something that people don't, for whatever reason, people don't take into consideration as much is water in the winter time. Even though, um, yeah, you definitely can get dehydrated out in the winter, and people uh, tr- tend to not drink as much water because they associate it with refreshing, cool feeling, and cold. Yeah, um, that's true. So yeah, you're out in the cold, you think to not do that, but you'd be surprised how thirsty you get. Something that you actually would want to use. This is from experience is a insulated camelback because, well, if you're out in the cold, water freezes. And you'd be surprised how fast that can actually happen if you don't have the proper insulated water gear. So, And in fact, to speak about that, if you don't have one intended for winter, 
what I've experienced before is the straws, the the mouthpiece has uh, frozen up too. Oh. So, um, you know, if you are looking to do that and you're concerned about quenching your thirst and having something to transfer or um, transport water, they do make Camelbacks specifically designed for winter and insulated. So it's um, worth the extra dollar, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can get creative, you know, put water in your coat with a hand warmer or something if you're cheap. That'll probably work just as well. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, so along with water, you, you know, obviously food is going to be something you might want to t- uh, take out there with you, although I would imagine less of a concern, certainly depending on where you're snowshoeing. If it's close enough to home, it's probably less of an issue there. But yeah, you know, taking some snacks out, uh, nuts, chocolate, jerky, or dried fruits were some examples that they mentioned. So as far as what you want to wear, there's quite a few suggestions here. Do you have, before we go into that, or are there any particular suggestions that you have for what to wear? Uh, yeah, uh, I have two things, I think. Just looking at this list that you have here. Talks about boots a little bit. It's weird because as a, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how I can phrase it without being offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Girls tend to have a, a, a lot of shoes. A lot of shoes for yeah, a lot of reasons. No, Color, coordination, <laughs> style, comfort, bop, 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 all these different reasons. Well, as a, as a guy, it turns out, we have a lot of reasons to have a lot of shoes also. Um, I have waders for you know spring fishing. I have you know big old waterproof 2,000-gram thinsulated hunting boots. And then I also have a lighter pair of Keen's, uh, Keen winter boots. They're smaller, they weigh less, they're they're insulated well, they're comfortable, but my big old hunting shoes, I also have Mickey Mouse's too, which are, are insanely large. The two that. bigger pairs of boots I have don't fit into snowshoes. You can't just go with any boots. So it's advisable to have something um, lightweight, small, as far as its bulkiness, um, and then still insulated enough to keep you warm. Kind of a tricky combination to adhere to, but I find I have shoes for you know, all sorts of reasons now, oddly enough, usually in regard to recreating. The other thing is just, um, I just wear warm layers. I wear like, you know, a thin, thin, uh, under armor kind of layer and then just whatever over it, snow pants and a jacket. Nice. Okay. Well, and I do from experience. (laughs) I love, I love that people call those Mickey Mouse boots, by the way. I, 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 I don't know if two Mickey Mouses. That's what they're called, I think. Is that that can't be unless it's officially licensed by Disney. I'm guessing they didn't get the license <laughs> like Droid did or something like that for Lucasfilm. But uh. <laughs> it's like, well, it's weird because you Google it, they come up, and then at Sherpers, you know, it's an army surplus store or mm-hmm. whatever, and they're on there too still. So they're still legit. They're good. Nice. So, uh, well, I don't know if I should go over all these, but uh, well, just kind of quick run through what what again what they mentioned uh, uh as suggestions in here uh leather hiking boots that have been waterproof for hiking trail running shoes for running and aerobic snowshoeing wool socks for hiking or wool uh wool slash silk for running small, small note there um yeah we got to get some freaking sponsors man we are dropping brand names crazy here <laughs> holy crap so i'm gonna drop another one smart wool socks smart wool smart wool Smart wool. Best socks ever. I will not ever. buy anything else ever again. I bought them on really? incident one year on accident. I just thought they were wool socks. Got up the cash register, realized they're like thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. I almost pooed my pants, but I just was too lazy to go back and deal with it. Best decision. 
I don't buy anything else anymore. If any of our listeners use wool socks, please back me up here. They have smart, smart everything now, don't they? Smart. They don't smart do anything smart special. Cars. They just. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. They have LED displays built into them. You can uh, <laughs> try send an SOS signal with them. <laughs> they know when your feet get cold. No, I don't know. They're just they're really comfortable, really warm, and they are not like wool socks. I don't know how to explain it. I really don't understand I don't know. I wish, technology. Wish I talked to you about this uh, before I bought some new socks for for deer season, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> No, when in doubt, call Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I definitely didn't consider that. You, you certainly have the knowledge when it comes to uh, warm clothing. <laughs> I will keep that in mind for next time. It's highly important. There are uh, so. Do you have gaiters? And I think you've. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I haven't worn them though. Okay, <laughs> really? Okay, well, um, so gator, can you describe them briefly? Because well, I, uh, I think I do. I think I have gaiters. I think it's the thing that like goes over your boot and your pants. Okay, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on here because they they make they recommend them for uh, for deep snow um, when you're off uh, the snowpack trails so that you don't get the snow up in your uh, up in your pants there. Up in your pants. That's an old song. All right. <laughs> Is that a song? Uh. <laughs> So dress in layers that can be easily removed. Uh, polyester fleece uh, is something that can provide some insulation. Referencing back to an older episode, quoting my dad. Yeah. Cotton, cotton kills. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, waterproof jackets can keep you dry and protect you from the wind. And something, you know, some things that are just a bit more obvious, the gloves, hat, sunglasses, and goggles, type those types of things are always uh will certainly help you out there. You want to certainly be careful of hypothermia and frostbite. Those those will get you. You know, if you if any of the previous things that weren't mentioned, what what you got there, Eric? <laughs> well, see, I'm reading this book right now and it actually had a big old, big old section about uh, big hypothermia. old book. What do they have? Called A Walk in the Woods by Bill Bryson. It's a uh, New York Times bestseller. And uh, oddly enough, so our tagline for the wilderness is rediscovering nature in a digital age, right? Mm-hmm. The tag of this book is rediscovering America on the Appalachian Trail. Oh. <laughs> um, but it's a true account of this guy hiking the Appalachian Trail. And he goes into a huge excerpt about hypothermia and how it it's pretty sketchy, man. It it just comes upon <laughs> you really slow. It's totally sketch. <laughs> it, it doesn't just like it's not like snap of a finger boom you have it it oh, yeah. it seeps in slowly to the tune of like people would be found allegedly according to this book um you know a lot of people that are that are found dead with hypothermia or from hypothermia are found with their clothes off like in a snowbank mm. because their mind gets so delusional that they think they're hot so they'll take their clothes off when it's oh I mean, weird. obviously suffering it's really weird it's really weird if you uh, research wow. hypothermia yeah you don't want that freaking scary do not want that so, so dress warm. Yeah. Dress appropriately. Dress appropriately. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, some other examples. Windproof layers uh, will will help uh, the chill from settling in. And uh, having wearing a hat, something I hadn't really taken into consideration, you know, won't just keep your head warm. It uh, prevents heat loss altogether. Yeah, my grandma was right. All right, good. Oh, there you go. Smart lady. <laughs> yep. Um Yep, so there are also apparently racing and uh, competitions out there that 
that you can uh, take part in. And information for that can be found at snowshoeracing.com. And I think that's that's about all I have to say about that. Okay, Forrest. Back back to the forest. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Oh, he returns. <laughs> I feel like there was one other thing I wanted to mention about uh, the warm clothing, but I'm not thinking offhand what that might be. Did you ever see that weird YouTube video that Apparently, Russian guy skating around in his whitey tidies, drinking <laughs> whiskey or vodka or something. No, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so I've seen weird. that one. He like drills an ice and sticks his head in it. Like the enemy's like bleeding. He fell a couple times. Oh jeez. Falls in and starts swimming with skate. Very strange. Don't be that guy. There are no strange videos on YouTube. That's silly. That is silly. Okay, well. Uh, any, n- nothing else? You you think we got that pretty much covered then? Yeah, and layers. Ah, nice. Well played, sir. Well, here we go. Word in the woods. Our word in the woods today is... I suppose I should say it's it's regarding Bluetooth speakers of all things, which is not something which I incidentally I just talked about on uh, Techies uh, yesterday. But uh, this is not this is not the same. That was the Amazon Echo. This is we're talking about something that's specifically for the outdoors here. Believe it or not, technology can be used in the outdoors, and uh, this is according to. OutsideOnline.com, I believe we've mentioned them, we've used them in uh, one of our previous episode episodes, but uh, it is, I don't want to pronounce this name wrong, but I'm going to, I don't know if it's <laughs> Fugu or Fugu or Fugu <laughs> Bluetooth speaker, it's F-U-G-O-O, and it is a portable sound system built for the demands of the outdoors. Now, if you've heard of things, there are, there are laptops out there that are called rugged laptops. Like and a tough that, book. Yes, and this is a similar kind of concept. Um, you know, most Bluetooth speakers are designed for indoor only, really. Um, I'm sure my Amazon Echo included. Um, but the, f- <laughs> say it again, uh, Fagoo uh, Bluetooth speaker is the most rugged speaker on the market, allegedly, according to this article. Um, it is waterproof up to three feet for 30 minutes. That's one half hour. Great for water sports. Thanks for that, Shane. <laughs> really? And, yes. <laughs> Who you are That's taking what I'm here for. To be. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, beer proof, clearly. That's that's a plus price. That's what I always used to call, uh, had these uh, playing cards, these transparent playing cards that I got from, you know, Spencer Gifts or something at one point. And I'd refer to them as beer proof because they were essentially made out of transparencies. That's the only uh, time you would get them wet is playing, like, asshole or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Indeed. So it's been drop tested to six feet. Six feet doesn't actually seem that high up, but, (laughs) Uh, but, you know, that's better than I drop it from my face. (laughs) Yeah. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. You're not going to be, hopefully, not too high up generally with this this speaker. Um, And I'm certainly... That would be uh, most Bluetooth speakers would not survive that, I would imagine. Maybe they would. Who knows? But uh, 
there is an optional tough case that uh, is built for <laughs> cars to run over, <laughs> run over it. Um, I'm not quite sure. It says it's optional, uh, and I uh, you'll find out at the end here whether I'm not 100% sure whether or not that's part of the price uh, listed here. But it has a 40-hour battery life on it, which is pretty decent. I think that'll take up most of a you know a weekend. Um, so good, pretty decent battery life on that. Uh, it has adapters, or you can get adapters for a bike, tripod, uh, SUP. What's an SUP? Do you, Eric, do you know what that is? Uh, not offhand. <laughs> uh, uh, or tree limbs. You can put that on. Um, Drink or liquid food? Um, sure. <laughs> a sip of, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Urban well, Dictionary. Sup, yo. I don't get it. <laughs> nice. Um, so I just wanted, there's just a quick quote I want to say here about some of the technology behind it because I don't understand most of this. Uh, so, quote, six drivers divided by twos into tweeters, midwoofers, and deep passive radiators. End quote. <laughs> Does that, any of that mean? I'm, I, I'm certainly I've heard of woofers and tweeters but uh you know that's well, we'll check bit. this out so i went to their website um while good writing some of that off and <clears throat> oddly enough i don't see compared to one of the speakers i was hoping to see compared to which is one i stumbled upon recently which i'll mm. mention in a minute but the fagoo <clears throat> um keep in mind i am a connoisseur of this kind of stuff i have a uh lg ue mobile boombox which is a small bluetooth speaker uh, that one serves well. The audio quality is really good for the size. And then I also have the big jam box. Um, yep. Jam box. But, oh, Jawbone. Jawbone is the manufacturer of uh, mm-hmm. the big jam box. So this one's being compared to that. Jam box has uh, 10 hours of playtime versus the Fagoo has 40. Mm-hmm. Fagoo has 360 sound. The jam box does not. It's waterproof. The jam box is not. It's sand water, and snowproof. Take it oh. to the beach. The jam box mm-hmm. is not. And it's uh, shock resistant where the jam box is not. And it has a speakerphone, which the jam box does have. But also has six audio drivers. I don't know what that necessarily means. Mm-hmm. The jam box has three. What's the so anywho, What's the price on the, on the jam box? Do you recall? I do don't recall what I paid for it. It was probably around the two hundred dollars mark because I had a, a discount sure. from my employer at the time. So I used that. Um, yeah, you know what? Hell, I'm just gonna go ahead and say the one that I saw earlier. It's, yeah. it's by Outdoor Tech, and the logo is like a Sasquatch, and that one's called the Turtle Shell. Water resistant. It didn't say submersible. Uh, again, extended extended battery life. I think between forty and sixty hours, to the tune of it saying it can also charge your other devices while playing. So that's kind of a cool feature for that one as well. So I'd be curious to see these two compared to each other, the Fagoo and the Turtle Shell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a nursery rhyme or something. I don't <laughs> see that out there, though. But, uh, the Fagoo and the Turtle Shell. <laughs> Fagoo versus Turtle Shell. That's yeah, not a nursery rhyme. That's more like a video game. <laughs> But they got pictures of this thing like strapped to a kayak in front of a tent with a bunch of mud on it. So yeah, the marketing imagery is pretty cool. Sweet. Sorry, did you say that you didn't have a price for that one? 
I, no, I can't seem to find. Well, while you're looking for that, their uh, website. The uh, there are interchangeable. Back to the fagoo. Uh, interchangeable jackets that you can put on this thing, I guess, for a little bit of a more stylish look. And the they say it's the core plus the jacket. Uh, are two thirty two hundred and thirty dollars for the fagoo. Two thirty. I got three thirty for this one. Three twenty nine ninety nine for the tough XL. I don't know. Mm. Interesting, interesting. I mean, so Shane, Shane, and I, uh, with a bunch of other friends, we do a um, recreational camping trip once a year mm-hmm. in May. And it's not rugged camping. It's not like what I would classify as real camping. It's not at all. <laughs> like a party for it is outside most of it. It's outside. It tends to rain every year, and uh, you know we usually just put an umbrella over the speaker. But I suppose we show up with this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Not only will we have enough time of music um, play, but we don't have to worry about the umbrella. And you know, one of the things about uh, one of my gripes, if if uh, if anyone, if any of our listeners happen to listen to Techies when I was talking about the Echo, one of my biggest gripes there is that it needs to be plugged in rather than, you know, you don't even have the option to use batteries on it, um, which kind of, I feel like it almost kind of eliminates a lot of the need for the Bluetooth uh, speaker functionality of it. Um, but, you know, yeah, something like this would be perfect for the type of yeah. thing I'd potentially be looking for in a Bluetooth well, speaker. Do you remember when I dropped my uh, LG speaker in the river in the Dells that one year? Oh, yeah. I it still works do. beautifully. Nice. Although I did have to emergency run it to the bathroom to one of those like blow dryer things that said feel the power and throw it in some rice. <laughs> no, I, I didn't do that. I just <laughs> put on the air thing for a while. No rice. No. So people do it with phones, I guess. So yeah, I, I, I haven't seen do that in a while. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so this seems like seems like a pretty cool thing. I got to say. Hardcore. If you're into music, yeah, definitely. I actually also. Um, I should just tell this to you on the side so you can use it for techies because I'm really curious about it. <laughs> well, you can you can give it a little tease now if you want. A little tease. Let me just find this here real quick. Hold on. I can't find the thing I was looking for. Hmm. Well, um, you should just hum or sing a song real quick. <laughs> just hum some elevator music. <laughs> oh, that's Jeopardy. <laughs> That's here right. we go okay i'm, I'm oh. almost there i promise oh. oh oh okay yes yes oh i don't know if i'm gonna pronounce it correct pono <laughs> pono music okay <laughs> p-o-n-o like something else music. there buddy <laughs> it's it's like an ipod but it says where your soul rediscovers music and it's backed <laughs> by all these uh musicians around the world maybe we musicians should we've all heard of Maybe we should not have rediscover in our tagline. I think everyone's using that. <laughs> we started it. <laughs> but it's a it's a campaign I saw on Kickstarter and it raised about six million dollars. So I looked into it. And it uh, I don't know. I really want to see how it works. So maybe you could talk about that on Taxi Techies and I'll listen. Taxi. <laughs> I'm I like sick. That. I can't breathe through my like through, through my. I'm a little sick well. myself still. I it's like I was went from sore throat to cough to now it's just all runniness and blah well that, not not that kind of runniness <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't like uh, the runs that go down your legs oh, oh god sense. oh oh goodness oh goodness um all right so <laughs> <laughs> moving right along um 
But I don't think, uh, do you know if we have any, uh, any, anybody call in or uh, leave any feedback or anything like that? Which uh, I think, I think maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get a little more of that with uh, being a little consistent, bit more consistent. Perhaps we'll get some write-ins, call-ins and all those fun things. Um, but yeah, hey, leave us a rating on iTunes. Find us, check us out, uh, do a little search there for Wildernet Podcast or, uh, Go to go to the website, the uh niceguynetwork.com slash uh wildernet. Wildernet uh wildernet, right? Wilder- why why have we still not have it written down here? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's just wildernet, yeah. You built the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh so write us in though. Write us at uh Wildernet Podcast. Right, yeah. Wildernet Podcast at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to read something on the show. Uh, whatever you might have to say. Our Twitter account is at WildernetCast, or you can find us on Facebook.com slash WildernetPodcast. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, I think that's about it. Eric, uh, well, why don't you, why don't you uh, let people know where they can discover more about you, more about you on sure. the internet. Sure thing. Oh, yeah. uh, a, a big area of activity for me is uh, facebook.com slash where to hunt Wisconsin, where I've actually, speaking of consistency, really ramped up uh, the Where to Hunt Wisconsin podcast that is launching a new episode every week. So stay tuned to that. Listen up. Yes. It's good How about stuff. you, Shane? Good stuff. I like the little short burst uh, episodes you've been putting out. Good stuff, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at uh, Shave Mad Ox, and uh, don't really, don't really do too much again with that. <laughs> Should probably do more. I feel like I've been doing more with Twitter when it comes to the shows nowadays. Uh, unfortunately, and I have like five different Twitter accounts I'm trying to manage. It's kind of actually a little bit annoying, <laughs> but uh, yeah, check out Techies too. That's another podcast to do. Check that one out. That's kind of uh, one of one of the big things, I guess, going on with me lately. Heck yeah, man! So yeah, I without... listened to the first half of that uh, last episode this yeah. morning, but then I got to work and I had to stop listening. But oh. yeah, very nice. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for listening. Oh yeah, and thanks. And for... I actually referenced it to someone else because they were wondering what the uh, Amazon Echo was. I said, you know what? You gotta check out Techies. They talk about it. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. And thanks uh, for Absolutely. the suggestion of the last, uh, was, I don't know if it was the last article or maybe it was the one before that, the, the tread. Uh, it was one before that. Yeah, gotcha. I <laughs> think I should know that. A um, little wearable piece of technology with tools, tools on it. Yeah, so thanks, man. All right, so let's, let's move right along here. The Moment of Reflection. Need an excuse to get outside in the winter? Why not walk on water? Literally, right? I mean, it is water. Need more, need more tech in your life? Damn it! Need more tech in your <laughs> life? Check out the Fugu Bluetooth. <laughs> That's hard to take seriously. <laughs> that name. Yeah, it sounds like we're 
or we have sultry voices here. Or 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 you can check out the uh, Turtleback by Outdoor Tech with the Sasquatch logo. Sounds like a much worse deal, though. I'm not gonna lie. How many companies did we just freaking <laughs> drop names on this episode? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start chasing some sponsorships. Do it, chase them like a we'll like a white. Talk tail. about it every freaking episode. We'll make our own little generic commercial. I tell you. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> yep, yep. Come on, sponsors. Let's do this thing. All right. Well, I guess I guess that's a show, man. You know, I think I felt like we thought this was going to go longer, and it's actually pretty average <laughs> in length. Good. But... It's good. It's good. It's good. That's good what deal. is good about it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We love you guys. And until next time, take care. And get outside. Bye, guys.